O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the world. O God, why have you utterly cast us off? Why is your wrath so hot against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation that you purchased long ago, the tribe you redeemed to be your inheritance, and Mount Zion where you dwell. Turn your steps toward the endless ruins. The enemy has laid waste everything in your sanctuary. 
your adversaries roared in your holy place. They set up their banners as tokens of victory. They were like men coming up with axes to a grove of trees. They broke down all your carved work with hatchets and hammers. They set fire to your holy place. They defiled the dwelling place of your name and raised it to the ground. They said to themselves, Let us destroy them altogether. They burned down all the meeting places of God in the land. There are no signs for us to see. There is no prophet left. There is not one among us who knows how long. How long, O God, will the adversary scoff? Will the enemy blaspheme your name forever? Why do you draw back your hand? Why is your right hand hidden in your bosom? Yet God is my King from ancient times, victorious in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your might and shattered the heads of dragons upon the waters. You crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave him to the people of the desert for her food. You split open spring and torrent You dried up ever-flowing rivers. Yours is the day, yours also the night. You established the moon and the sun. You fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. Remember, O Lord, how the enemy scoffed. Our foolish people despised your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Never forget the lives of your poor. Look upon your covenant. The dark places of the earth are haunts of vile lands. Let not the oppressed turn away ashamed. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, maintain your cause. Remember how fools revile you all day long. Forget not the clamor of your adversaries, the unending tumult of those who rise up against you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
A reading from the second book of Maccabees. Now Maccabeus and his followers, the Lord leading them on, recovered the temple and the city, and they tore down the altars that had been built in the public square by the foreigners, and also destroyed the sacred precincts. They purified the sanctuary and made another altar of sacrifice. Then, striking fire out of flint, they offered sacrifices after a lapse of two years, and they burned incense and lighted lamps and set out the bread of the presence. And when they had done this, they fell prostrate and prayed earnestly to the Lord that they might never again fall into such misfortunes, but that, if they should ever sin, they might be disciplined by him with forbearance and not be handed over to blasphemous and barbarous nations. It happened that on the same day on which the sanctuary had been profaned by the foreigners, the purification of the sanctuary took place, that is, on the twenty-fifth day of the same month, which was Chislev. They celebrated it for eight days with rejoicing in the manner of the Feast of Booths, remembering how not long before, during the Feast of Booths, they had been wandering in the mountains and caves like wild animals. Therefore, bearing ivory-wreathed wands and beautiful branches and also fronds of palm, they offered hymns of thanksgiving to him who had given success to the purifying of his own holy place. They decreed by public ordinance and referendum that the whole nation of the Jews should observe these days every year. Such was the end of Antiochus, who was called Epiphanes. Now we will tell what took place under Antiochus Eupator, who was the son of that ungodly man, and will give a brief summary of the principal calamities of the wars. This man, when he succeeded to the kingdom, appointed one Lysias to have charge of the government and to be chief governor of Chelicerea and Phoenicia. Ptolemy, who was called Macron, took the lead in showing justice to the Jews because of the wrong that had been done to them and attempted to maintain peaceful relations with them. As a result, he was accused before Eupator by the king's friends. He heard himself called a traitor at every turn because he had abandoned Cyprus, which Philometor had entrusted to him, and had gone over to Antiochus Epiphanes. Unable to command the respect due his office, he took poison and ended his life. When Gorgias became governor of the region, he maintained a force of mercenaries, and at every turn kept on warring against the Jews. Besides this, the Idumeans, who had control of the important strongholds, were harassing the Jews. They received those who were banished from Jerusalem and endeavored to keep up the war. But Maccabeus and his men, after making solemn supplication and asking God to fight on their side, rushed to the strongholds of the Idumeans. Attacking them vigorously, they gained possession of the palaces and beat off all who fought upon the wall and killed those whom they encountered, killing no fewer than twenty thousand. When no less than nine thousand took refuge in two very strong towers, well equipped to withstand a siege, Maccabeus left Simon and Joseph, and also Zacchaeus and his men, a force sufficient to besiege them, and he himself set off for places where he was more urgently needed. But the men with Simon, being lovers of money, were bribed by some of those who were in the towers, and on receiving seventy thousand drachmas, let some of them slip away. When word of what had happened came to Maccabeus, he gathered the leaders of the people and accused these men of having sold their brothers for money by setting, by setting their enemies free to fight against them. Then he killed these men who had turned traitor and immediately captured the two towers. 
Having success at arms in everything he undertook, he destroyed more than twenty thousand in the two strongholds. Now Timothy, who had been defeated by the Jews before, gathered a tremendous force of mercenaries and collected the cavalry from Asia in no small number. He came on, intending to take Judea by storm. As he drew near, Maccabeus and his men sprinkled dust upon their heads and girded their loins with sackcloth in supplication to God. Falling upon the steps before the altar, they implored him to be gracious to them and to be an enemy to their enemies and an adversary to their adversaries, as the law declares. And rising from their prayer, they took up their arms and advanced a considerable distance from the city. And when they came near to the enemy, they halted, just as dawn was breaking. The two armies joined battle, the one having as pledge of success and victory not only their valor, but also their reliance upon the Lord, while the other made rage their leader in the fight. When the battle became fierce, there appeared to the enemy from heaven five resplendent men on horses with golden bridles, and they were leading the Jews. Two of them took Maccabeus in their midst, and protecting him with their own armor and weapons, they kept him from being wounded, and they showered arrows and thunderbolts upon the enemy, so that confused and blinded they were thrown into disorder and cut to pieces. And they slaughtered twenty thousand five hundred men, plus six hundred horsemen. Timothy himself fled to a stronghold called Gazara, especially well garrisoned, where Chariot was commander. Then Maccabeus and his men were glad, and they besieged the fort for four days. The men within, relying on the strength of the place, blasphemed terribly and hurled out wicked words. But at dawn of the fifth day, twenty young men in the army of Maccabeus, fired with anger because of the blasphemies, bravely stormed the wall, and with savage fury cut down everyone they met. Others who came up in the same way wheeled around against the defenders and set fire to the towers. They kindled fires and burned the blasphemers alive. Others broke open the gates and let in the rest of the force, and they occupied the city. They killed Timothy, who was hidden in a cistern, and his brother Chereus and, Ap- and Apollophanes. When they had accomplished these things, with hymns and thanksgivings they blessed the Lord, who shows great kindness to Israel and gives them the victory. Here ends the reading. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, 
as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness, and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. The Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals, and the angels were ministering to him. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. God, our refuge and strength, true source of all godliness. Graciously hear the devout prayers of your church and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives at your right hand to intercede for us, and who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns in everlasting glory. Amen. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, Let the whole earth also worship you, all nations obey you, all tongues confess and bless you, and men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.